What's going on, everybody, this week? I am your host for the Marvel League Podcast, Will, a.k.a. Will the Greatest, with episode 140, where we are doing our <laughs> Endgame talk back. With me, uh, I have most of the usual suspects. We have Nick, repping the West Coast. Yep, uh, this is take two of this. We yeah. went back in time, just like Endgame. <laughs> Jeez. Man, I thought we were going to wait till the spoilers, but we'll... we'll get into it in a sec we also have uh if you could tell by the chuckles we also have mikey fable 34 what a juice y'all glad to be here to talk about endgame it's gonna be fun and then we also have the one the only the real aaron alexander what is gucharito my ladies and gents wow i feel like i feel like i've been here before yeah crazy. It, it all feels so familiar and uh, uh unfortunately luke won't be with us for this episode but potentially that episode may go up. <laughs> you may see what that timeline was like. <laughs> maybe we maybe we can like paraphrase or like put in a clip of him talking about. It. I don't know. Yeah, maybe if we can we can find a clip. But I don't know. We we may find a way to finagle that together. There. This Warning: is... you you may need a towel to watch that episode. You may, <laughs> may need a towel. Things get a little sweaty in that. Um, that was basically a HN uh, episode of the Marvel Eight at night. Like, a... yeah, all the all the non official ones that I may post. HN heroes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, but how's everybody doing this morning? I think we're all a little... Third. Yeah, a little sleepy. A little sleepy. Yeah, I don't pour a shot too. in my eyeball to wake up. Oh, God. <laughs> he pulled, he pulled up a bourbon. That, that green apple vodka? That thing yeah, I can never drink again? Well, it'll keep you awake. goes in the morning to the eye. <laughs> nothing, nothing like a nice, ripe, hot, piping cup of alcohol to the eyeballs to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing all right. Doing good, dude. We're doing square. Hey, look, it's one of those days, man. It's a Sunday. Oh boy, like you. it's a morning. Today? Me, uh, it's actually sub uh, celebrating Ethiopian Easter with my family. So uh, happy Easter! Yeah, should be Shout fun. Out. Thank you, man. Shout yeah. out to Jesus, holding it down. I uh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go to the gym after this, and then I got work, and then that's my day. <laughs> Those end games, bro. Those end bro. games. End games. We're in the yeah. end games now. We're in the end what, games. Whatever it takes to get the podcast done, let's do it. Whatever it takes, bro. <laughs> um, I'm just powering through it. I got a paper that I think I'm gonna write about Klaus from Umbrella Academy. How you doing, Nick? Okay. Uh. Okay, well, let's hop right into it. Uh, first, I think we want to go around our little round table here, give our first impressions, our, our non-spoiler uh, impressions, because we're going to go pretty deep into the spoilers, and we'll let you know when that happens. But um, mm-hmm. what did everybody think about Endgame, Avengers Endgame, Avengers 4, Avengers Not Annihilation, it's the end of all games, no more mm-hmm. games, no Milton Bradley. Uh, Anna, who wants to start? Mike, you want to start? Yeah, sure. So uh, I actually saw the film two times now. Uh, the first one was a media screening, and the second was just uh, Thursday nights. So it was sort of two different experiences going in. But uh, my initial thoughts were I thought it was brilliant. A few sequences left me speechless. A lot of surprises that fans of the MCU will love. And I love the emotional way here, and I think it's some of the best that Marvel's given. All right. Uh, That's Aaron, my tweet you... synopsis. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, you, and you also have a full review on your channel, too, if you want to check that out. Um, I thought it was... I thought it was surprisingly emotional. Gave all these characters that we've loved over the past eleven years 
time to shine and really not more than just action wise, but grow as characters. And truly a love letter. I know everyone's been saying that, but it's true. A love letter to the to the MCU. And if you're a fan of mm-hmm. these movies, I feel like you're gonna walk out with a very satisfying experience. Yeah. Uh Nick, you wanna go or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go last. Okay. Um I loved it. I, I'm planning on seeing it again with, with my best friend, which is why I haven't done my review yet. Mm-hmm. I've got into being a double because I saw little the day after, but it's neither here nor there. Um, you know, I thought the movie was phenomenal. It was really emotionally resonant. Like, it took me back to being 12 years old and seeing Iron Man in theater with my friends. Um, I went to a slightly early screening because I saw it Thursday night at 5, a fan screening at the Alamo. And um, didn't give it up once to pee. My poor mom did and missed a joke. You were the strongest uh, of all of us, Will. I, I was. Um, got some exclusive glasses and coins and stuff like that. But no, the movie was just so... If if Infinity War is like a really... Is like an event, you know, superhero movie. This is an emotional superhero event movie. Like, they're different beasts. Uh, that was very much a Thanos film. This is very much a, a Avengers film. And I didn't expect the caliber of like acting action uh certain amounts of cinematography some of the effects like some of it it was just so much to take in that i'm still processing it and but it was just a great time i i don't understand how people can have like that many negative reviews of it i can understand like problems with it because no film is perfect but i have no real complaints coming out of it i love it i can't wait to own it when i get that phase three set um nick what do you think man yeah it's good uh you gotta see it again i gotta see in the imax yeah i do too that frame is like bigger or something so you see a little bit and uh but yeah they shot it in imax too but i don't know it's Mm. like uh it's a very like satisfying fulfilling movie to watch because it's mm-hmm. like everything that you wanted to see finally happens pretty much it's uh, definitely right. a crowd pleaser it's also cool to like watch because i got to see it again like the thursday night opening so i got to mm-hmm. see it in like the fan um environment you know, they're all into it yeah. yeah there's a lot a lot of cheering a lot of woos in my theater too the second time around yeah and we'll probably we'll probably talk about that now so from this point on it's all spoilers. spoilers. All spoilers, but we're about to go through the movie um, as efficiently as we can, so we have it mapped out. So let's start with oh. uh, again all spoilers. Spoiler warning here. What were you gonna say? Oh, actually, uh, this is just like a side note thing. This is kind of crazy. I just got the email from Disney saying that uh, Endgame has officially opened to 1.2 billion globally. Oh wow. my goodness, dude! That blew that blow up the the previous uh, record out the water. Yeah, so it says oh. uh, it's so in the total five day opening because it opened in like Tuesday or Wednesday in China, I think, or something. Yeah. So I like from one... there to now, it's made one point two billion already worldwide. Is that the that fastest is... billion? Yeah, fastest. That's wow! Amazing. That's the fact that we got that right as it happens. Yo, I think it, it's. I think it's going to touch two point five with the ease. Maybe it might push three. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I it'll beat Avatar, dude. I want it to top Avatar. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. Because what, what it. Avatar was what two point six? No, I think it was three. It was two point seven. Yeah. Oh, this man. this might hit the the one triple Billy. That's not dude, a common. It's crazy because I know all the people that didn't see it today. I know there are, a lot of them are waiting to see it on Tuesday. Because mm-hmm. AMC has their six dollar Tuesdays, Ooh, so that's five dollar. Remember? Yeah, yeah, they changed it to six dollar. 
Ugh. Anyway, fingers crossed. Let's see if the, if the yeah. Avengers can do it. I, I hope they do. I'm ready for uh, Space Pocahontas to be dethroned. J- James mm-hmm. Cameron, the god, who's now owned by Disney. <laughs> yeah. Space Pocahontas. They, they own in his franchises. But let's start the movie. Um, so that opener with Hawkeye on the farm was... Ooh. That was so well earned, oddly. Because I think because we didn't see him in, in Infinity War, I think they had to do that. Because that was people's like, where's Hawkeye? What's he doing? He's raising his family. You know, being a good husband and a present dad. And then everything yeah. changed. Snap attack. I, I love that scene because it changes the perspective of the snap. Because before we see the snap through the, the lens of, of our heroes, you know. And then we see mm-hmm. briefly how it affects people in like a grand city on like a destructive scale. But this one, you just see it, just a normal family just living their lives. And all of a sudden, his entire entire family is gone i feel like that's in some ways more devastating than watching these destruction because it's very personable it's a very intimate sort of snapping occurring yeah uh nick mikey what do you guys think about that opener i i was surprised because i i'm i'll get into it later on i'm i've always been a little like i think the dynamic of hawkeye and his family is great and what it represents is good but just the way it was introduced has always been weird to me just because of something else but we'll get to that later what'd you guys think that farm scene in aou it was a good scene it's a very good scene it's just some of the context behind it has always been weird to me so he's married to velma right yeah linda cardellini yeah from freaks and that sounds like a noodle (laughs) <laughs> Cardellini? Cardellini news. Yeah, but... Um, Cannellini beans. But go ahead. Yeah, no, that opening. I was really... I didn't know what to expect, so I was just sitting there the first time, just waiting for the movie finally starting. And uh, they opened up with, the, with you know, the bow and arrow, and I was like, oh my goodness, they're really starting off on this note. And instantly I was just immersed in the film because I felt for the guy, man. He's just walking around. One kid's gone after talking about ketchup and mayo. Boom, gone. Families, the mom gone. The other two kids gone. It was just so tragic. It's like it's only way I could put it, and it really sets up his Ronan character well. And although yeah. I, you can say that there wasn't that much time for for that um, character, they gave just enough for me to to buy into it. Same. You just reminded me that one of his kids put mayonnaise on hot dogs, and that that yeah, that's worthy of a snap. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that hey. was just going down the list. Said, yep, gone. Yeah, it's like, hey, oh, I'm dude, not- one kid, the whole family has to go. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with mayo on a hot dog. Team There's mayo. a lot of things Go wrong kid. with mayo on a hot dog. Go, kid. I support you, kid. We're on the uh, same team. Um, uh, oof. Ugh. Damn, bro. You might not make it out this episode. <laughs> but, um, all right. So Team mayo and ketchup, bro. We said everything you can say about that. Good opener. So let's start with that introduction, uh, which we saw in the trailer of Tony in space. Actually, no. It was before that, because it's him and uh, Nebula playing little football yeah, their he, was hands. Te- he was teaching her some uh, some good teamwork skills in yeah, a positive that, manner. Can we talk about how that's just a nice, like, even though the the context of the scene is tense, that's such a nice breath of air for the characters that I think I mean, not all mo- not all superhero movies do is just showing characters being like being people, I guess, and interacting with one another outside of the larger narrative. I think those are important as far as development. And seeing her like let him have the last of the jerky because she's like cyborg, so he she does probably doesn't need to eat as much. Was that jerky? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, was, it was some some space food. You know some what it reminded me of? It, they got Jack Wink in space. 
I thought I love that scene because you can tell like this the opening of this movie this is not this is not Infinity War Part Two you know this no. is this is a more intimate film also it reminded me of Avengers One when Tony was passing the the silver bag to Banner I think it was like blueberries and that it was the blueberry that uh, Robert Downey Jr. snuck on set because it was hiding yeah. snacks yeah <laughs> that's what that reminded me of. That's, that, that's, a, that's a cute little callback, actually. Oh, dude, Iron Man one when he's with Jensen. Mm. Mm. In the in the cave, the yeah. box is scratched. And, the, and that final message that uh, he sent, well, would have sent to Pepper, had um, Space Carol, the world's <laughs> most powerful lesbian, not not <laughs> came and saved them. Uh, I don't know, Mikey. What do you think about that that opening? And we can, you know, start going through the sequence and everything. Oh, I thought it was one of my favorite openers. I think in the entire MCU. It- um, it was a little beefier, but they got a lot of the main points. They just breezed through them really quickly. How did Tony get out of space? Boom, Captain Marvel came and saved him. Uh, I actually liked how they introduced it with him and Nebula on a lighter tone because it establishes, like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry. There's going to be jokes in this film. It's going to be lighthearted at some points, but it's also going to be pretty serious. So uh, I thought it, uh, it it worked for me. Um, it's, a, it's, it's good at a kind of reestablishing their characters because even in that scene alone, you can tell the differences in how, like, Nebula and Tony process and interpret things like a lot of this movie has to do with tony doing for others Mm -hmm. um and being like a lot more selfless which that that's part of his whole arc is like his growing into selflessness i'd say from iron man but also the core of this movie and nebula who's still like a little learning to get used to trusting people um especially given the circumstances but i think um actually one of the things I'll give this movie props for, and it, I remember one of my criticisms uh, of Infinity War was that the opening was just a little too joke-heavy for mm-hmm. me. I think, or maybe I'm, it was the way it was written. That was one on of Thanos' my... ship? No, no. It was after that, when, um, where, during the Sanctum Sanctorum scene. There were just oh, few... we're going to talk about like, the, the Hulk uh, in Iron Man ice cream and shit? Yeah, it's like, yeah, so it'd be like reference to Ice Creamer. It's like, oh, we broke up. Like, the Beatles, I'm like, that didn't... It just seemed like, given, you know, the impending doom, I'm like, I wouldn't be making jokes at this moment. But here, weirdly, I think they learned from that because I think the jokes throughout Endgame are perfectly timed. Like, Mm -hmm. even in the opening, I think those moments that are down when they have it for jokes, they make a lot more sense. Like, even in the time travel segments, and we'll talk about that when we get to it, but, like, all the jokes seem appropriate for the moment given like wherever the stress may lie because the time travel moments were serious but when they were joking it's because they didn't have anything to worry about at that moment really other than just getting it back because Thanos wasn't coming well and we'll get into it but so Carol flies in save the ship we get Tony and Cap's interaction and oh my god Robert's acting here holy shit he was he was feeling it man like that was he brought it he brought it all, all that intensity. And like, I was here for it. I'm like, yes, Robert. Yes. Like flex those acting skills. Cause whole that and seeing how malnourished he was. And like yeah. when he was uh, hooked up to the IV drip, he just ripped it out and was just berating Steve. It's like, we lost. 
And you oh, told 100%. me that the next time we like we lose to lose together and we didn't. I'm like, holy shit. Because it carries on. It carries on the just from like Avengers two, right? Even from the dialogue yeah. to the last time in Civil War when they last saw each other. So <laughs> I didn't expect it, but it made sense that it came off off the top. Plus, he's going through so much trauma. Like I remember yeah. I was rewatching Infinity War and I was messaging messaging the group chat and just the subtle scenes of seeing Tony uh, react to a moon getting hurtled at him. You can just Bruh. see just like how, how traumatized he is in those small snippets. So when it, when his emotions came back at the beginning of Infinity uh, of Endgame, totally totally worked for me. And it was super effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just everybody is broken and tired for different reasons. But I don't yeah. know, Nick, Aaron, what do you guys kind of think about Tony's return and uh, Carol popping up and everything? And I, I, I like Carol a lot more in this movie than I did in her solo film. I liked Carol in this movie. I wish we would have gotten to see the first interaction between Carol and the Avengers, I feel like that was something that that could have been an interesting sort of scene to play out, but I I don't know where that would have been placed in the movie. It might be in that five-hour cut. It could be, it could be. But, no, I I also thought it was a great introduction reading with Tony and the Avengers. You can tell Steve, not Steve, Tony is still, still upset at Steve, plus all the stuff that's happened, plus his his trauma like he's just he has so many emotions in that moment and i love how it it calls back to age of ultron and it, the movie remembers its history and it knows that these it, this scene is like wow these characters have been through stuff they've been through stuff together they've had good times they've had bad times and now here they are in the end game and i also thought it was really funny seeing tony's reaction to to finding out about Rocket, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought you were. What do you say, a beanie baby? No, build a bear. To this very second, I thought you were build a bear. He's Which I'm like, fair <laughs> is there a Rocket Raccoon build a bear? I feel like there and, is. And then I didn't, I didn't hear it in my my first screening, but my second screening was kind of quiet when he said, "I think you like to this very second, I thought you might be build a bear." And Tony was no, and then Rocket was like, "Maybe I am a build a bear." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that those players. Nick, what were your thoughts about that before you get in the uh, the farm battle, which wasn't much of a battle, <laughs> more of a decimation? Well, with that with that whole opening part, yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So we got so we got our new roster of a uh, our team of nine in the. It's not the Milano anymore. It's the Benatar now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. They're all jazzed up, ready to go. They said Carol yeah. walks up, walks in there so proud. She's like, "Yo, you guys want to kill this guy? I got you, fam. Don't worry." Oh, she literally okay. fly, he, he's picking like fruit from his farm, flies in, throws hands on sight, and I'm like, "Oh." Okay. I think it's. I like. I kind of like that because. No, I do too. You can I would... tell that. No, not even that. Before they even go to the farm, you can tell that Carol's still the same person she was in her movie. She's still very impulsive and like, "All right, let's go do this. Yeah. Let's just do it." And the Avengers like, whoa, whoa, we need a plan first. Like, we can't just go in headstrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Carol, I feel like that established Carol as in this time, she's very much like a a lone gun kind of character because she's so powerful. She doesn't feel like she needs other people, but she's she's willing to do it just because like those people those people also lost stuff. I I do appreciate the fact that she like she seemed to acknowledge a level of respect for what the Avengers are doing because she's like. Um, she's like, I'm out there because not every planet has a team of you. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm just like, was that yeah. respect? <laughs> someone? Like humble, like a, a modicum of humbleness, like a humble brag, but still. not every planet, not every planet has you guys. And the cap was like, he's she's not lying. 
Yeah, and, and I'm just like, okay, Carol, with the, you know, growth and respect. But, um, and then we have Thanos picking his dragon fruit, papaya, pineapple, whatever, whatever those were, mutant fruit. Making so they soup. so they find out where his garden is after Nebula has just got all the info for some reason, all right? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess then, he told her. Yeah, no, he told her obviously because you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was referencing like later how like she, she kind of screwed things over a bit. Oh but, God, yeah, bad Wi-Fi. Just, so they yeah. get there, and what were your thoughts uh, on that whole on the whole sequence? Because I was I was shocked that they they did it. I off was the jump. too. It, it kind of caught me off guard how they just went like they fucked him up. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's like, messed up. There were no like, dude. He really got world star level jumped by nine people. <laughs> so Damn, she hopped on his back. I was like, bro, how quick she like she hopped on his uh, Thanos's back and like get that that headlock i was like oh damn okay yeah, i mean the headlock thor chopped his chomp the gauntlet off like i'm like dude got jumped while making breakfast can you imagine you like yeah. to your living room start making soup because you're like oh man <laughs> I'm, time for me to go handle my stuff no seriously and apart from the action what i love too was just the reactions after the realize like this was our only option and we we dropped the ball just seeing yeah. seeing rocket saying like oh no and then cap just before talking to natasha be like i don't know what we're gonna do if this doesn't work uh you start to see steve at least what I notice as the film goes on, you see him turning around to what ends up being the the end result of what happens to him at the end. You start you sort of see him go through that decision making and, and why he wants to do that. Dang. And I think this is one yeah. of the steps. Why do you have the I, stilt I, suit in that scene? He did. I noticed that too, which I'm like, that's because he's not Captain America at this point. True, but he had but he had a dirty uh, cap suit yeah. in Infinity War. It was yeah, 21 now, days later, so he. Yeah, I guess he went he, back. But no, he isn't Captain America because he doesn't have the shield. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's, you're, you're he's back in the right. Avengers Mansion, so he would be back in like yeah. civilian clothes or regular clothes. Yeah. But no, the thing I love about that scene right before they go into Thanos's farm is because you you get this sense of the desperation and the loss. So you feel it within them. And then uh, for for me personally, I was like, I forgot that like there's different stuff in the trailers where we see Black Widow with different hair. So I, I'm just like, okay, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do this. I'm like, okay, damn, they're gonna they're gonna rectify this early in the movie what's going to happen and then you see that the gauntlet's gone i'm like what and they chop his head off and i'm like what what's going to happen yeah. <laughs> yeah thor is i would debate this is right before he hits his lowest and we'll go into that in a minute but like the amount of pissed offedness in that swing when he decapitated thanos because yeah. he was like that was our last chance i let everybody like he's taken all of that burden onto himself he just doubled um, down on that eh? he he did and in the last frame we see uh of that is like a blurry shot of him walking out the door but uh dude i i don't know like it was just surprising and also this is only 21 days after infinity was War. the five-year jump necessary or um i think so for what it kind of sets up that's for a, things that's, that's a good point five years later they have futuristic audies is that um, what the MCU <laughs> takes place five years later in, right? right? Yeah, so this mm -hmm. would be... Because 2018 is, was Infinity War, wasn't it? So five years from that would be 2023? When did Ant-Man and the Wasp take place? 20... 2018. Yeah, yeah 2018. Infinity War. Yeah, same okay, time as so, yeah. so everything's in 2023 now in the universe. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of I like the five-year jump, too, because I'm like... It gives... It now opens up the space for the MCU to tell new stories using that sort of 
excuse or or that that reasoning that oh lots happened in these five years half a decade's gone by since thanos won yeah and i feel like that's normal in that world like everything's so barren yeah and i feel like i feel like that's not really something we've seen in a comic book movie before like the villain won and he won for like half a decade i'm like whoa and they i love i love and respect the russos for committing to that choice rather than like reversing everything making it back to normal i think that would have been like kind of a Mm -hmm. cop-out but no like the, granted, the world granted, saw the effects of what what happened in 2018. No, for sure. And granted that there are, they gloss over some things, but you're right. By the end of the film, too, spoilers, we already know that Thanos' effects are still felt to some capacity, right? Yeah. And, oh, definitely. And, and even still, like, in the end of the film, like, stuff is lost. Not everybody walks out of this the same way they went into it. We, yeah, we look, think about look, all the people. There is still, yeah, like, Thanos. Five... Sorry, go ahead. No, just just think about it. The the five years of people that were snapped away, mm-hmm. plus all the people that felt those losses, plus even the beginning of the movie, where like when the five years first happens, how they're having that meetup group, and then like the guy was like, "Yeah, I cried after dinner," and or and the guy's like, "He cried before salads." Salad. People, people like shit. Some people didn't make it to those five years, even post snap. Yeah, no, because like, they, the, the, they the, lost everything. People died in accidents. I'm sure. You know the win that Thanos had irreparably changed the course of history because relationships will never be the same. Um, no. Like Ant-Man will not get, yeah, Ant-Man won't get back those five years he lost of his daughter growing up. Yeah, he missed that grade-day graduation, bro. Yeah, well, I think she's only a teenager here. Because she was, what, eight in Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah, eight or like ten-ish? Or... Yeah, she's like, the actress looks older because she mm-hmm. is, but, you know, the the character at that point is like Dang. mid-teen. That was, that was yeah. Scott's little peanut, Cassie. Yeah, which yeah, that, Nick, you Nick, that was one of your favorite moments, right? Yeah, the rat that saved the universe. <laughs> the rat, he gave us the rat that unintentionally saved everything. <laughs> there was an there was the Avengers posters with the rat. Yeah, and he gave us hope. Which I'm like, damn. But when you think about it, yeah, there was a rat that saved the universe. Un- like that rat deserves a medal. Like shout outs to Rat, my boy Rat. Holding it down, San Francisco rat. He took five years to push that button. He was waiting. He's like, no, Doctor Strange just hit him up. He's like, nah, not yet, rat. <laughs> not yet. And this was some random day in April of 2023. It's like, all right, release the rat. <laughs> you know what You know what your mission is. Everything will take it from there. Scott knows what to do. But yeah, no, just like. The implications of that five years jump because Thanos. Well, also, the remember those big like uh, when Scott was like looking around, he finds like those big uh, the, the wall things oh, that, the, like the vanish. Yeah, the pillars. That's a, and that's a weird. That's a kind of ground zero callback. Mm-hmm. That's a holy shit. Yeah. Like I didn't think about that just now, but because doesn't Ground Zero have a memorial like that? I think so. Yeah, with uh, all the uh, unfortunate lives lost, like that's a similar concept. Which is really emotionally taxing. Just but just thinking about all the things lost. Like people were probably in hospitals that got snapped. People were in schools that got snapped, and we'll get to that later. Someone probably damage deaths though. Like you can't get those back. Yeah. Right. No, unless yeah. unless they do something where like when when Banner snapped it, um, he he also said, "Oh, I'm gonna fix infrastructures and like you know like some just shit to smooth up the to smooth up the yeah, technicalities." No. I think his thing was just like, let me bring him back. And that's why they returned where they were at. Um, and we can, yeah, and we, we talked about um, 
most of the stuff five years later with Widow essentially running the Avengers, and it's taking a very emotional toll on her. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson's acting this whole movie was like, she was giving it her all to. Everybody was, but to mm-hmm. her especially, because she knew. Yeah, I think my last comment on the five years later, though, just quickly, was I loved the theme of trauma in this film and how how fairly they went with it with each of the main Avengers. Remember when that scene with the holograms? Yeah, Widow, um, she had a lot of development here. Thor, too. I know some people weren't the biggest fans of what they did with him, but oh, with I, actually, I actually liked it quite a bit. Yeah, because like we, we talked earlier, he's gone through yeah, so people much. People said that, um, going, that what they did in this movie is like r- r- going back or retconning the Thor Ragnarok development. Of, I wouldn't say so. Because yeah. of him being, of him being worthy of... and like being the king of Asgard. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, now he just gave up and like let himself go or something. and. I'd be well, to remember, too. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And you have to remember, Thor n- never really wanted to. He wanted to be king in the first of the first Thor movie, but after yeah, but... Thor: The Dark World, he didn't want to be king. He just wanted no. to to help people. So yeah, he was, wasn't. Was he was a pretty bland him. Thor back then too, right? Now, yeah. and think about it. It's only been ten years since he's actually had a lot of element, at least that we've seen. Yeah. Um, so he Dude just wants to go to start family Like he's he's lost just about everything he could lose. Um, but and he kept fighting because he's like, well, if there's one chance that I can be the one to prevent Thanos from taking away like my people, even if it's half, I will do that. And he didn't. And he's been carrying that burden for years. Yeah, I love I, that Thor's the character. He's just broken into the most. He is. Yeah, and I think the scene with his mom was great. Fortnite. Yeah, that was amazing. That was hilarious. I, I'm Dude, so your happy. Boy that Thor, he had those shades on. Or Jake and Valkyrie are back. I thought he had a drug rug on for a second, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought so. I, a little one of the nitpicks I had though. I thought uh, they they overextended like one or two of his scenes, just a, just a tad oh. bit for me. Yeah, slightly. Uh, but but that, that that's just a nitpick though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had that PTSD though. Remember when Hulk was like Thanos? And then he like he's like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. We don't say that name. We don't say that name. Yeah, I don't I appreciate say that. Say that name. Yeah, they oh, kind of like wanna... breezed over a lot of those elements, but I'm I'm happy that they 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 gave the time for yeah. if it was more emotional. Y'all want right? to talk about a uh, Professor Hulk and the Hulk dab that we Dude, inexplicably he, he got? Dabbed. He said, he, "Well, he attempted to. He didn't successfully do it, but he made an attempt." He's. Did you notice that the uh, Professor Hulk sort of like a Chad, like ever so slightly? Slightly. <laughs> well, no, he looks like that Photoshop of a hipster Hulk with like the man bun in the glasses because yeah. he showed up in a fucking cardigan in a coffee shop. With the most ridiculous, he had the rocks cheat day meal in front of him. It's like, hey guys, what's going on? I'm like, he's like, you want some of those eggs? (laughs) Can I have some of those? They had so much food in that. And Hulk out. (laughs) Hulk out. It's like, oh, you guys want a picture of that man? No. No, it's like, yeah, there there are a couple scenes, I guess, maybe could have made them slightly shorter, but I don't know. It it wasn't bad on a first viewing. Do you think. Do you think after he turned himself into Professor Hulk, Natasha was like, nah, I'm good on this? <laughs> yeah, who was the one to... He's slightly different, like I said, like in his personality. Yeah, he is. There's I mean, no... He yeah, made peace, essentially. So I think that's why he's he's more laid back. I feel like Bruce Banner, honestly, from a personal perspective, didn't really lose that much to begin with. Because he didn't really know anyone that was affected. He's, he, he was a guy in the run, and then he just saw the people... That he care about lose people. He had no really personal tie to anybody there. Yeah, because yeah, they, they didn't dive into uh, like uh, his like the, the Incredible Hulk characters or anything like that. That could have maybe done that. I mean, they had Ross come back at the end, but yeah. They didn't well, show, no, uh, and, we, and we see his uh, 
what's Ro- Betty? Because we see her on the screen as one of the people that snap, but that's about it. And they broke up years ago, so doesn't really matter. Oh, do we? Oh, sorry. Can we go back just a second? I want to say thank you, Russos, for for the trailer manipulation. Because I I wa- went back and watched the first oh, Widow with the trailer. gun. <laughs> Widow with the oh that one that one, but also just the smallest thing. Like remember when in the movie where they're like. Is this is this live footage? Like no, is this an old message? Like no, that's that's for the front gate. In the trailer, it's Widow with the short blonde hair in that scene. Yeah, yeah, it is. But in but, the uh, movie, it's like it's post, oh, also it's post, Thor it's too. Five years. Professor Hulk weren't in the. Remember when they're walking in the trailer with the white suits? They're not in there. Yeah, yeah, that's also oh, true. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So glad you. That's a nice transition, Nick. Let's talk about the time travel and and all of that. Um, this is I think the and I, I've felt this way since you know the leaks came out initially those white suits are fucking ugly i'm sorry you they know i didn't so i didn't mind ugly. them as much honestly i didn't hate them nor did i love them i thought they were just necessary uh, i didn't mind them I... and that's all i see them as like they didn't replace their actual costumes mm-hmm. which i which is fine i i think the design is ugly but i can't offer an alternative but that's I... that's it's not even a problem that's just a personal thing I like the Ant Man one. I like the Ant Man white suit because I thought that one looked cool, and I, I yeah, also like the. Uh, that's fine. I think I like the what was it? Rhodey's too. I don't know why Rhodey was the only one with the Iron Man. Suit. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So what is yeah. the what is the mechanics with how those work? Is it like the nanotech? Where because when they went back in time, they transformed into multiple different suits and, and such, right? So huh. how does that work? Why didn't Tony? Uh, why didn't uh, Tony have his Iron Man helmet on? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I was wondering that too. Well, his was still nanotech because he uses it uh, when they go to 2012 too. Because I think everybody, I think it goes over their suits because they all had their original outfits underneath. So it's like it's like putting a long sleeve sweater over a t-shirt, essentially, or like a jacket, like a coat over your regular clothes. Mm-hmm. Is how it functions. You know, like something. You use the but um, yeah. let's talk about all the time travel stuff because that's we got we got some pretty fun moments and this is the part I was talking this... about earlier how like the stakes aren't as high because Thanos has already snapped and now he's dead so they're just like they they could honestly take their time with that because we're taking the stones and then putting them right back where we found them to save everybody because they're not worried about any more threats. Yeah, and this is a point. This is a point where they also establish like verbatim the or in the in the universe the rules to time travel. Yeah, with the scenes with Ancient One and the Hulk, they mention it. Um, and I, I think like previously they, also, they talked about it too, because it unintentionally creates a, a a close to a time loop. So when we when they do the time travel stuff, in your guys' opinion, do they go to different? Because they they can't go to the past. That's confirmed of their own timeline. Well, so I can. got the impression they can. Yeah, they can. I. So that's the implication is that they can, but with the evidence that you sent from that, that Reddit page, I'm starting to think differently. And it's, it's weird to think about because I don't think many time travel movies have done branched timelines backwards. They've done it. They usually do it forwards. But no one's really done uh, branched microverses in timelines in a backwards direction when going back in time it's not really been done before they usually do it to fix the future which they did but like with everything that happened you know things are weird like that snap in 2018 will never change and then the two days later when he destroyed the stones that is where the stones 
end in time. But going backwards, yeah. they're still there. So the gauntlet could like the gauntlet can come back, but you also have to use time. I don't know. What do you guys think about all the time travel stuff? Also, did we want to say anything about Ronan being the uh, the universe's most powerful weeaboo? Uh, I like this scene. Yeah, I did too. I li- I did too. He, he, the, also, like that Jack one shot that one shot was so dope too. Yes! Oh my god, that fight was sick. Yeah, let's get a Ronan movie. Plus, I like this suit. I thought his suit was really cool. I, did, I wish we got to see more of it. We never got to see the front, really, of the suit. Um, no, we never get to see him with the mask on. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I don't know, y'all have any, so... Yeah, I wanted to see more Ronan, though. Like, he should have been running the whole movie. Um, well, he, he sort of was. Because he didn't go back to his Hawkeye suit, really. He had he still had the sword with him the whole time. He was, in. He was like... In between, I guess you could say. Yeah. That, yeah. So the time travel stuff, I thought that mm-hmm. they, they employed like the multiverse idea, and that's what I thought was going on. But I guess it's not 100% confirmed because they sort of it's in luck. People are kind of talking about it. But the actual scenes that they had, I thought it was great. A lot of fan service, great callbacks. Yes. Um. Some Absolutely. some solid jokes like America's ass was hilarious. America's um, ass was great. But just, this is where a lot of the callbacks and in the, in the Easter eggs and the fan service started piling up heavy too. And, so I think a lot of people liked it. I found this actually to to drag a little bit in terms of the pacing for me, but mm-hmm. I, I still I still liked it. The time travel I stuff. I think for me the eh, I'm trying to think what sequence did I not like? We <sighs> had we had three. We had 2012, 2014, and 2013. Really quick. Oh, of them finding Peter and getting the yeah, power that stone. one's like the fastest one, right? Yeah, they yeah, because they just waited for him to enter it, and uh, I love how like the tomb just wasn't booby trapped, which happened in the original Guardians. It just wasn't. It was yeah. just sitting in a thing, uh, with a little veil. Yeah, but Peter around. did it. Peter did it more smartly. He used that thing that remember in Infinity War where he used that. It's that like a magnet thing. Right? Yeah, it was like a magnet. I'm like, why? Yeah. Peter had the magnet. They could have totally used the magnet that he used. Yeah. But I mean, they're just like, fuck that. We don't have time for that. Yeah, Nebula has a mechanical arm. She's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll build a new one. Like, I'm not worried. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Morag was the quickest. We have Morag, Boromir, and New York. Where's that? Cause in the 70s. Looking. In the 70s. Okay, so. In Ragnarok. Or, I mean, uh, in the Asgard. Dark world, yeah. Oh, in the Dark World. Okay, I knew I was <laughs> missing one. That's what it was. Um, dark World was all right. Um, in the other, in the other timeline of this episode, I talk about how I had Natalie Portman's cameos uh, spoiled to me by David Dobrik because he oh, was yeah. at the premiere and he saw Natalie Portman. Like, why would Natalie Portman be at the Endgame premiere unless? And there she was for 0.2 seconds of relevance. You know what I love about the time travel section of the movie? It serves it. It serves two purposes. One to to collect the stones for this mission, but two, mm-hmm. it it furthers these characters' plots and furthers their their emotional stories in a way mm-hmm. that makes it satisfying satisfying at the end. Because like Thor's Thor's yeah, he was going back for the ether, but he's also getting closure with his mom. Same with uh, same with Tony and and uh, what's his name? Steve, when they go back to the 70s, mm-hmm. they're getting like they're getting their character moments to to further them to the end of the story by reading meeting the dad and then re- seeing Peggy again for the first time yeah. in like seven years after. And I feel like if a character like Cap, if he had access to time travel something earlier, I think he definitely would go back and use it. So it's not surprising yeah. that he 
he did yeah, what so. he did at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah and like, like like I mentioned, when I feel like throughout the film, you see him sort of get back to that mindset. Because at, at, at the end of Age of Ultron, he says, you know, I'm happy here. Like, I, I've accepted that this is my future now. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the film goes on, he starts to go back to, to the old mindset. Yeah. And when, he, see, and when yeah. he sees Peggy and he sees his picture on her desk, he's like, all right, fuck this. I'm going. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, I get it. Because you know, because he's doing that support group and everything, but it's like I think he mentions about giving advice to people that you don't really take. That's definitely some shit I've experienced just being a therapist. Like you will tell people stuff that's like, look, you need this more than I do right now because you may not recognize how you feel. I, I this this Infinity War or like changed all the characters for different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Mikey, I know you probably have to dip in a little bit. Did you want to say anything about like the third act? <laughs> And all that, <clears throat> yeah. There's like two hours left. Yeah, because we might we might be here for a minute, but um, you may have to dip out. You wanna? Yeah, yeah no. Uh, the just the go, third act. Yeah, my just go jaw, off, my jaw, my jaw dropped. Um, I I actually thought uh, Ca- uh, Captain America was gonna die to Thanos. I was pretty convinced that that's what was gonna happen there, mm-hmm. uh, and he's gonna give a speech. But they actually went the okay. completely different route where he survived. And when Sam says "on your left," I just was in complete shock like my brain actually was an overload for 15 minutes i couldn't i couldn't understand what was going on and once the portals came through and all the heroes it was amazing avengers assemble i think aaron can say this too i um <laughs> i think my pants were soiled um oh, yeah. it was more towels i, I need it <laughs> yeah that's just my thoughts on that and then the old old man cap stuff i honestly think it's it's a multiverse situation and uh when cap when young cap leaves it's actually uh, another cat from the original universe who was in the MCU time and the whole time who was there. That's why he didn't pop up in the back. But that's me. Yeah. And then Iron Man was very sad. sad. Was there anything else? Um, no, that's pretty any, much it. Did you um, have any questions about it? About the movie or any gripes or anything that you want to mention as well? Um, <laughs> I, I, think, I just think the humor timing stuff was, was some of my gripes. Um uh, with in the with the pacing occasionally too, but uh, I had a great time, great fan service, great end of the universe. Okay, man. Um, Dude, now we got Phase Four and the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. So and see, oh, that's, that's where the that. Disney Plus shows come into mind, right? Because like, yeah. Nick, I know you, you mentioned the Street Vision was going to happen soon, right? Vision yeah. So like, how are they going to do a Loki show if unless they follow what will happen in that alternate reality with, when he leaves? Yeah, because yeah. there's that there's there's a couple things that leave. There's no because there's no post credit scene. There's no mid credit scene. Um, and we'll we'll go back and finish the time travel in third act in a sec. But um, there's no post credit. There's no mid credits. But there are things that are set up during the plot of the film that we don't have answers to. Like where was Vision? Where does the Soul Stone go back to? Um, yeah. Where did Loki go for that beat in 2012? Did Cat get him? Where did he yes. go? Because it's the Space Stone, but he doesn't have any of the other ones. So that means he can go to a different location. Mm-hmm. And then anyway. it's like it is like Cap's supposed to go back in time and just drop the stones in the right place, and he does it quick and, and easy, Mjolnir. like like exactly how oh, does yeah, that work Mjolnir. exactly? Right. So they, it's just gloss, gl- excuse me, gloss over things, and I, I I get it's for a sake of time, and they want to leave it open to tie in for future things. So yeah, that was just that my thought. That means he on met it. the skull again. Which that hell? Can you imagine? The, I feel like they may have filmed that interaction. I feel like there are because you yeah. know we heard about that that apparent. So what, what did that conversation go like? It's like skull. You're still alive. It's like Captain Rogers. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, <laughs> Bye, Mikey. Yeah, find you my... on social media. Oh. Uh, 
Well, you can find him on his own YouTube channel at Fairwall34. There's a Fairwall34 Productions. Uh, uh, Fairwall34, yeah, you can find him anywhere. Oh, is Mikey gone? Did yeah, he, he had to dip out real quick. Um, uh, he, had to, he had to go, you know, be with the fam. I get it. I get it, man. He got um, the text. Yeah, so let's, let's, uh, so, so we can get to the third act. Do we have any more thoughts about the home time travel, travel shenanigans? Time travel um, stuff? What part? Wait, I thought, Aaron, you said you didn't like the 70s part, or did you... It's not that I didn't like the 70s part. It's just that when I first watched it, I was like, okay, this is cool to come back to the 70s, but what purpose does this serve that they have to go back when they could have gotten a Tesseract? They could have written them getting a Tesseract in 2012, and then I was I realized the purpose of them going back to the 70s was so that Steve could get his, his moment seeing Peggy as he remembered her yeah, like for and, um, seeing her that way for the first time since he went in the ice, and then Peg and Steve he, and what's Tony? his name Tony can get his moment with his dad. Yeah, which he never. They both got to have the closure they never got to have when they were exactly, young, which I thought was really brilliant on the. Yeah, that, the that was yeah. calls back to Iron Man one. Remember, remember when Tony first comes back from being captured, he says, "I never got to say goodbye to dad or whatever." Yeah, yeah. So and he, exactly. and he got his he got his last hug from his dad as as, as a. What was it Howard Potts? <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like the '70s scene. So let's talk about Vormir for a sec, uh, and the death of Black Widow. Um, and we'll talk about you yeah, know. How come nobody death. said, "Hey, by the way, if you go there, you're, one of you is gonna die"? I think Nebula did. I think no, Nebula I don't think said she knew. That. Yeah, she said yeah because she said the Soul Stone requires a sacrifice, and Thanos took my sister. Yeah. And I, I think, think it's because she. Yeah, because she didn't show up in uh, any of the other fights, so I guess... Oh, no, because he says it in Infinity War. And that's because she was there for when Peter, the man that ruined everything, um, beat Thanos' skull in <laughs> for killing Gamora. Because Nebula was at that fight, so that's how Nebula knows. And Nebula told them. Um, but the thing is, I guess, why did they pick the teams they went with? And that's how the conversation is. Um, and I have my theory about the relationship dynamic between Hawkeye and Widow. Because I've always been really on the fence about Joss Whedon's decision to make Widow and Bruce a couple, especially with that really weird comment. It's like, we're both monsters. You, because you're this gamma-irradiated beast no, that's on the run they, for the government. Yeah, and me, because I'm thing. surgically incontinent because I was raised with a bunch of evil Russians. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird, we're both monsters. That was like, that was... I get what she was saying, but the phrasing of it was... Not good. Dang. But it, they fridged her in this movie. Think exactly she got fridged only because, like, I can't see much of an alternative in terms of logic. Can, can you explain fridging for those of you who don't know in the audience? Oh, so, so fridging or, like, the women in the fridge concept is essentially that a woman is, like, raped or dies or abuses or abuses or is abused or some sort of harm comes to her in service of, like, a male character's uh, story arc or growth. But in this one, it kind of serves the plot more than anything else, and I don't, I don't think anyone else could really. But if you think about any pairing, none of them really work unless it was like you're sacrificing something in service of something else. So like, say it was Tony and Rhodey, and Rhodey goes off the edge of the cliff. Tony still do, then Tony doesn't get that closure with his dad. No. Um, so that so that doesn't help. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's in service of other male characters' arcs. I guess I would say it's in service of the story, and plus, uh, yeah, it's mostly in service. Of the she story. went out. She went out on her terms. She didn't. She like, was the one with the least to lose. 
Because most you know, everybody else didn't really have much to lose re- in relation to everyone else because they already lost it in Infinity War. You know what's crazy? They actually foreshadowed it in the beginning of the movie when b- before the Steve before uh, Ant Man shows up, Steve was like, "I think we both need to get a life," and she was like, "You first. Oh yeah, she does say that, and I don't know. Shout outs to Scarlett Johansson acting her ass off and being the one that bites the bullet, um, which will be interesting to see where her solo movie goes. Um, but my theory is that my theory I have as of recent is that because it's like you know you have to sacrifice someone that you love is that Widow and Hawkeye have a history, especially because she was wearing an arrow necklace when she yeah. went to, like, for a good while um, in that five-year time jump. And I think she has it on when she's talking to Clinton and everything. Oh, was she I, really? Yeah. yeah, I think she was. She had it earlier in that scene. You yeah, can I see liked it. when Clinton said, hey, how's it going to Red Skull? He, like, waved at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this old space Nazi. Um but my theory is that Widow had feelings for Hawkeye. And since they couldn't be returned because he had a whole ass farm family, she's like, oh, okay, hey, Banner seems cool. But then uh, I'm assuming something happened with their relationship because it's like, oh, you're fused now? So did the dick go with it? Not, but I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like Widow's feelings were never fully reciprocated. So I feel like Widow loved uh, Clint more than he loved her. But it's not that they didn't have love for each other. It was just hers were stronger, and she's like, "Fuck it, I will die for this man." If I even feel if like you, no, definitely. I feel like she's forever grateful to. Yeah, I think Hawkeye she is because he saved her. Yeah, like he gave I, her the chance. From the way the Avengers set it up with the implication of their dialogue, Joss is like, "No, they're just good friends." I'm like, "Are they though?" Like. The, they had the head touch, they had the hand holding when they were flying to Voromir initially. I'm like, I don't have, maybe it's just me, I don't have that many friends where we be like holding hands and touching foreheads and stuff like that. They're just yeah. really, really close. They are very, very close. Sure, that's fine. But I don't know. My head canon is she, she loved him and, you know. She loved his family. It's like, oh, yeah, wife, kids, that's cool. Oh, man, Auntie Natasha's here. Yep, all these kids that could have been mine but can't because Red Room. So, ooh, shit, that makes it even deeper. She couldn't have kids. Clint might have wanted a family, and that's why it didn't work out. Dang. I feel like he'd known his wife longer than he's known Natasha, though. I don't know. We don't get a storyline of how long ago Budapest was, but... Shoutouts to Black Widow biting that bullet. She's been around since Iron Man 2, so I mean, we gotta give her her props. Yeah. She, she really did the damn thing um, for the rest of the squad. Hey. Squad. But any, do we have any other thoughts about time travel, America's ass, Hail Hydra? <laughs> I can do this all day. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a bunch of very good one-liners throughout all of that. I thought, I thought Cap's cowl in Endgame looked better than his is Cowl in Avengers. I'm like, why is that? Why is it better than the original movie? I never noticed that it, uh, his outfit had a zipper on it. Maybe they changed that. It was a minor tweak, but it has a zipper oh, no. on it. Zippy. I think where that little where that little lapel is. Because you know how we're, I don't certain costumes bother me if they're asymmetrical. That's partially why I don't like it because it it's based off his 40s suit, so it opens up from the side. But that's where it has a zipper there, which I think something is. I was also like kind of what about was like. Why why are Cap and Ant-Man in superhero suits, but Tony Stark's in the S.H.I.E.L.D. suit when they first popped into 2012? That didn't make sense to me. I think, I guess because he was a... I don't... 
no, actually, because his uh, nanotech can make him in his old suit, probably. Yeah. Because so he had the Mark 85 when he was flying around, but he could just probably just switch the design because it's nanotech. I don't know. Was that was uh, that the Mark 85? The the, the one with one? the the new one is the 85. Oh, whoa, what did he have in Infinity War? Oh no, uh, eighty something. Eighty something. Was it fifty? I'll, I'll look it up and get Mark fifty. Was it the fifty? I didn't know that was Mark eighty-five. Damn, Tony. Yeah, no, he's busy. he's been busy. Um, but yeah, anyone else interested? Yeah. Oh damn! God damn! Whoa, jeez. Okay, that's a lot of suits within five years. It's like seven suits a year. <laughs> yeah, it's mass but, uh, production. Yeah. Anyone else think it was interesting that when uh, Ancient One smacked Bruce out of his body, he became him no- his normal self? Like yeah, he was, that was cool. Bruce again. That, I think that kind of that, that's interesting. That really cements how him and the Hulk are just one now. Like it didn't because if it was different, it might have been two different people that came out of that. But this is that means it's fully Banner, like in control with the Hulk strength. Like they've made. Yeah. That's, he, I never thought he, about that. It's nice. See, he movie has the Hulk. Players. Yeah, is there anything else we want to say before we get into oh, the real third act? The third act, man. Also, I thought Ant Man died when they initially when they shot those missiles, <laughs> uh, but he wound up in because I'm like, dude was standing right by the window when the missiles hit. He's like, oh, he should have died. Uh, he should have died, but I guess he a was lot really quick died. on his toes. Yeah, a lot of them should have died, or at least gotten injured in that explosion. Yeah, Rocket had like a whole. Building sitting out, I was like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. <laughs> I kind of felt I'm bad. Like, You're done, son. I'm like, oh, there goes Rocket. Rhodey had to like crawl out of his suit. Oh, and he had a different suit at the end of the fight too. I think, yeah, I think it was a new Iron Patriot suit. Warbuster suit. Yeah, it was the yeah. what suit? The Warbuster. It was like a mini Hulkbuster for War Machine. That's pretty oh. sick. Yeah, and yeah. It had the Iron Patriot colors on it. Um, but we, we don't even and Hawkeye. With like the fastest speed of all time, <laughs> for real. That gauntlet and bolted. I'm like, yeah, I would too. I'm like, the boy was on point. He was knocking out outriders left and right. I don't know the the begin that whole third act sequence is some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I think there's some just everything was on point. There's just some beautiful shots. Just beautiful yeah. paintings in that last third act. Like that, just having Tony Cap and Thor walking up to Thanos sitting there. I don't know what, just something about that image is so evocative and, and powerful to me. Also, like Thor had his, because uh, I think he slims up when he's full god mode. He had a little braid in his beard, which I thought was cool. And he had a, cool. I think he had a bun too. Yeah, I think yeah, his hair was like styled back. Dude, I don't he was know. Dual wielding Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, which was some of the sickest shit. And then when Cap got <laughs> the Mjolnir, oh my god, I lost it in the theater. Oh my god, that was the coolest thing. I was that like, was what? the coolest shit. Dude, that was in the leaks. Remember? No, I actually didn't see that part of the leak. Either. Yeah, I didn't watch the leak, so I'm so happy. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch. This, but <laughs> I think Nick, are you talking about the old old leaks from like way last year? Or the footage leaks. Oh, I didn't watch the footage leaks. I know uh, you and Luke saw it, but I didn't watch it because no, I wasn't gonna have anything spoiled for me for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Side and Natalie. I don't know that third act was just so good. So many beautiful shots. We had the 
Black Order returned, uh, which did surprise right. me a little bit. I'm like, well, that makes sense because they're from 2014. Um, just everybody, everybody was on point, and even the little handoff of the gauntlet, uh, which I think kind of was a light allusion to other things, like when Black Panther stole it and football ran and was power punching people. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> Took off, and I'm like, mm, yeah, he's still fast, still very, very fast. We need that some time. NFL football music played over that. I was going to say, yeah. I told him, damn, he was sprinting like OJ Simpson for 1,000 yards. <laughs> yeah. He's taking it to the end zone. We had the we had the little girl power yeah, what, moment. Yeah, what did you think about that A-Force thing, though? I liked it, with Peter being surrounded by all his powerful <laughs> she's super like, moms. She's not alone or something. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Witch going ham. I like the little A-Force team. Scarlet Witch went ham. She did. She, she, she did. Threw his, he had, he's like, brain fire. But, sir, our troops. Do it. Do it. And then. Oh, yeah, he's about to lose. He's about to get. He's about to get yeah, he was kill. about to die. And he almost died a couple times. Um, which also, Thanos was pretty beefy. Like, we we kind of underestimated him in the past in general. Because he took on Thor with two hammers, Cap, and a fully decked out Tony all by himself initially. Like, that was before he called in the troops. He was just holding yeah. his own with his little double bladed glaive for a hot minute. Like Darth Maul, he's like spinning it around. Yeah, I honestly think that the war could have just been won by Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel. Just those two alone could have taken everybody. It, they, pro- they probably could have um, had he not had the army. If it was just him, they could have probably oh, yeah. had together. Because uh, you know what I realized watching that movie? Those they're the only two heroes that were made directly from the stones. Because Scarlet Witch was made from the Mind Stone, and she was made no, from the Space Stone. No, Marvel wasn't. But he's he's dead, so he doesn't count. Yeah, Captain Marvel wasn't made from the Space Stone. She's made from the engine, which was powered oh, by the Tesseract. Oh, it was powered by the Tesseract. God damn it. That's so stupid. Dang, I'm sorry. I was hoping Quicksilver... I never realized that. Was. Yeah, I thought so, too. I was hoping so, but I guess you can only bring back people that have been snapped. I don't know. I... I kind of want them to wreck. Imagine if we saw Quicksilver at that portal scene. Holy shit! I was I was waiting for him to like speed by. I'm like uh, that would have been. See that coming? <laughs> yeah, there, there's so many shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Like that. I'll say this: the only thing I was hoping for that I didn't get was Cap speech, and I think the perfect moment would have been because we had that awesome shot of him standing against the army. Yeah, like right before the portals opened. Right before the portals opened, if he did the speech. The portal's open, everybody shows up, and then we get Avengers Assemble would have made it even more flawless than it already was. It was already a great well, What does Cap say in that speech again? Uh, God, what did he say? <laughs> I can't even remember. I feel like uh, that's kind of important. It is important. That. I just can't remember it. All I remember is like seeing the speech of him speaking to Thanos. Because he was essentially the only one still standing, because Tony and Thor were kind of knocked out. Yeah, it was uh, from the Infinity Gauntlet one, right? Was um, let me see. I, I found the panel. He says, "Oh, it's like the as same, long as one, like the same. As um, long as one man stands, stands against, against you, Thanos. Against you. Yeah, you'll never be able to claim victory. Noble sentiments from one who is about to die. That's all they had to say. They didn't have to say that, that. is that could have been good. That yeah, had he said that <laughs> portal open? Because Cap Shield got fucked up too. Um, oh yeah. Sorry about that. Game. I don't know what metal Thanos' weapons made out of. That shit is strong. That uh, adamantium vibranium blend, bro. Real. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Hey, I got resnapped. Okay, <laughs> he got resnapped just like that. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking more about um. I don't know. That third scene was so 
It was so much about better. Captain Marvel with her short hair when she talked to Peter. Or short hair in a new suit. That was actually a good moment because I'm like, Captain Marvel's use in this movie was perfect. The world. I thought she looks. Yeah, I thought she looked really good. I thought she was was utilized well. Without she was. I didn't expect the a, haircut. Didn't expect the haircut. I thought she looked good in that. I thought they did a good job of using her without trying to make her trying to force people force yeah. her down her throat. Like this is your new protagonist. Take it. Yeah, but I'm, go ahead, go ahead. They just introduced her, and I was like, okay, get people warmed up to her, and then if you guys want to have her as a bigger role in the future, I, I don't think. That being said, I don't think she's from what we saw in this movie. I don't think she's much of a leader. I think she's like a That's lone true. gun kind of character. Yeah, is she, she even gonna join I the agree. Avengers? Because she keeps all. She always keeps. She keeps going like, back to space. Yeah, she's like, yeah, oh, she's... all these other planets need me. So I was like, well, they'll make it. They'll do a cosmic Avengers. They'll do Ultimates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on Ultimates. That team, that lineup itself. Gotta get that all... blue Marvel and Galactus yeah. and... and Monica, my girl. Um, you know that Ultimates lineup is god tier, but they can't do that for a long, long Maybe time. Maybe should they play blue Marvel. Denzel. Yes. Denzel. Denzel is blue Marvel. We need somebody as a Miss America. Um, hopefully they'll fix her right. Let me write Miss America. I'll I'll do it justice. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I think they did good with not making her too OP against Thanos because that was everybody's fear that she'd one-shot him. But, I, yeah. like, she didn't even one-shot him in the opening because they all teamed up for that. Uh, but I did think it was cool when he headbutt her and she didn't budge. I'm like, okay, that's a pretty sick moment. <laughs> you know I, I realized? She, she didn't use any of her laser blasts in this movie. Not really. She, she, she was mostly yeah, just she, on fire. It, it was funny because when they said the ships were uh, rerouting their fire and I saw a light streak. I'm like, oh shit, she's here. And my mom's like, who? I'm like, Carol. Because I stopped calling her Captain Marvel. I'm just like, Carol is here. Which is the most <laughs> generic white woman name. It's like, oh fuck. A powerful um, white woman is here. Soccer <laughs> here mom Carol. Okay. Yeah, why did she, she use her, uh, right her proton or what is it? What is it? Fo- I don't know. Photon blast? Fist? Her iron fist? Wait. Her iron fist? That's Both? a different hero. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, she might have in the background. There was a lot going on in that scene. She might have used it and we missed it. Yeah. Plus, I'm, I would I would have liked to see a higher display of her power after these 25 years, but we had to give these other heroes a chance to shine, too. Exactly. We we need our A-Force moment. Like, it was so cool to see Valkyrie <laughs> riding a Pegasus. And it just was. Fly, yeah, also, her. Howard the Duck was there somewhere. He was, and now i got to go back and look for him. Thank you for putting that out to me. Yeah, yeah I even got his time to shine. Yeah, can we talk about how all of those people now are just Avengers? That Avengers assemble, which yeah, it didn't make it sense was, in the context though. It, it not exactly, but it was cool, and you know, you had everybody's an Avenger now in that scene. It's like when Oprah gave out those cards. You're an Avenger. You're an Avenger. You too. Yeah, sure. The duck. What happens now, though? That's what I'm going to. Because so, is there an Avengers team? There's no Avengers headquarters anymore. Oh yeah, because sure. that, that was where everything took place, uh, and I guess we can and we can talk about that too. Well, Iron Man snaps with the most perfect line to die on. Um, that got me feeling away. I was that wasn't. Did you know that wasn't his? That wasn't his last line. What was his last line? Hey Pepper. Because uh, when she comes up to him, he's like, "Hey Pepper," like it's like he's like So the, his last two lines were both just so. Good. We didn't even talk about Morgan, the most perfect child. 
Oh, she's great. Child since the kids were in Shazam. But yeah, Morgan was uh, just that whole. He was stealthy when he took them stones. I didn't even expect that. And Thanos snapped. He's always say, "I am inevitable." He's like, "I am Iron Man." I'm like, "Oh, bitch!" Oh, and snapped. Oh, oh my god! So yeah. perfect. So what do you all think about that whole ending sequence, though? Tony's funeral and the new... Yeah, let's talk about it. I'm okay with the direction they took. And we can talk about that and Old Man Cap and Sam getting the mantle now. Um, That's that's so much. I think it's good closure. I like this movie because it feels like it's open where you can do stuff in the future, especially because we have Far From Homecoming. But I think it gives closure to everybody in a way. Like... Tony dies, which, oof. Like, I remember being scared he was going to die in Infinity War when he got stabbed. Nope, he survived somehow. Yeah. And when and when Cap got punched, I thought he was going to die. Nope. But Tony has a successor. He has multiple successors. Because he has his actual daughter, Morgan. He has Peter. And he even has Grayson, who showed up at the funeral, which that was a surprise. Oh, you know, Harley. Um, oh, and he also has... He has or Harley, too. Yeah. Rhodey can take up Iron Man. And Rhodey, too. So he has at least four. Wait, wait but are they sending up oh, Iron Pepper. Lad? With that little Harley kid from Iron Man becoming... He, uh, he might. He, Tony has five different potential successors. They're on the right. Um, that funeral scene was so beautiful. Like I said, Marvel, you cowards, make Carol out... She showed up to a funeral in a goddamn pantsuit. It doesn't mean anything, but that pantsuit and that haircut, that says a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. And she's standing by herself with her arms crossed. Like, on the standing by herself side. in a power stance? A full-blown power stance? Bro, <laughs> come on now. Come on. But she said, when she looked at Rhodey earlier, remember? She's like, be careful. Okay, so she swings both ways. Who cares? <laughs> I, my belief is that Maria's her girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. Well... This is another conversation for another time. Anyways. Valkyrie. No. <laughs> no. I don't want her ship. I want Valkyrie with somebody else. Who? Let her let Carol have her dark skin love. <laughs> like let Valkyrie go with Korg. Not that either. You wanna you wanna <laughs> stick you wanna stick rocks in your pussy? <laughs> it's a rocky road. It's a rocky ride. It's a bumpy ride. <laughs> now we got the Thor with the Guardians. Yeah, as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that scene was so funny. He's like, sure, sure. No, is that what he's saying? Is it sure? Yeah, sure, it yeah like, he, of he, course. He, yeah, he's really trying to like humble himself. He's like, sure, sure. Actually, side note, that's another line that I still remember is um, when he got kneed in the balls or he got kicked by a Gamora from 2014. He's like, you missed them the first time and you got both of them the second time. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> That was good. But now just there's just a, a Gamora from the past running around somewhere. Yeah, Gamora from the... Oh, yeah, Nebula shot herself from the past and didn't disappear. Which gives more credence to that alternate... Yeah, there's uh, no Grandfather Claus. Yeah, there's no, there is no Grandfather Claus, exactly. Um, and there's a closed time loop with the stones. Because they're eternally dusted in 2018. But they can... And they're all thrown in the past, but... I don't know. We we have old man Cap. How would y'all feel about that? And going back in time and potentially there being a timeline with two captains, or he went to a I guess a different reality 
and lived out his life with Peggy, which I think is kind of beautiful. He deserves that it. That scene makes honest. you cry when Sam picks up the shield and the theme from Captain America 1 plays. Yeah. So y'all want to talk about that? That was an interesting decision to happen. Uh, yeah, does it make more sense for Sam Cap or Bucky Cap in the MCU? I think they're going to share the mantle. That makes the most sense to me, but it seems like... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm fine with either way. I don't have a problem with either one. I, I like I like both Bucky and Sam equally. Um, Bucky's only had slightly more screen time. I think... The show is a great time to expand on the characters more, and give them yeah. and give them more to kind of differentiate them. Not that they're not different, but I think that's an opportunity to explore them more in the future with them being like the new caps. Does the show come out this year? Um, uh, I don't. Not, I don't think it comes out at launch. I I th- they think they said within the first year of launch, so probably early next year. Yeah, I was gonna say probably spring twenty twenty, so probably around this time next year. Okay, well, I'm still excited to see where they go because I remember one of my concerns being before Endgame happened is that how are people still going to be interested in these movies post Endgame? X-Men Endgame... <clears throat> and Fantastic Four. I mean, yeah, but I was thinking like Doom. This... Yeah, yeah, I know, but but Endgame is like it sets off these these characters. But that being said. Now that having seen the movie, I feel like people definitely still be interested in what goes on. Like people, I think Spider Man is going to do well post Endgame. Yeah, things will do fine. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because especially the context of where the world is now, I think that's going to be really interesting. Along with the other movies, that's going to happen. Because yeah, you can really play off of the fact. Yeah, I'm Bla- so curious to see what they do. With oh, Black and Shang Chi is going to make it. Yeah, Shang Chi. I'm really curious what the direction they're going to go. And one of the conversations we had uh, in the alternate timeline of this episode was about nerfing Carol. I think we're all on the same page. If Because Kevin said they're not going to do the X-Men for a while. That doesn't mean they won't use X characters. Or start do doing Wolverine movies. or Storm or something. I would, and I would die for a Storm movie. Imagine have her Storms be- in Black Panther 2. Yeah, fight Namor, which we got that Namor tease. Thank you guys for telling me about yeah, that. Namor. But... Have Storm, yeah, have Storm and Namor as in Black Panther 2. Have Rogue be the villain for Captain Marvel 2. And then have her be, um, turn good. Because I think that would work a lot better than that ghost plot. Because Ghost wasn't a villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp. She was just a British woman who didn't know how to say please. But, I mean, what do y'all think about kind of the little epilogue light that we got? Because it's the Avengers that we now know aren't that anymore. The new Avengers are very different of the people that are taking <laughs> the, gone. The, the worst stuff makes me want to see guardians 3 now yeah because Especially I, if they do adam warlock yeah because like um like i like guardians 1 i never saw 2 but like from what i've seen of 2 i'm like man it looks kind of bad but <laughs> but now i want to see 3 because thor is gonna be in it yeah no yeah i want to remarketed thor to make him more of an interesting character Mm-hmm. Both in Infinity, both Ragnarok, Infinity War, and in Endgame, I feel like we see different versions of Thor in all three of those movies, which is really awesome. I'm sure Chris Hemsworth is happy about it as well. Yeah, he's more to play with. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think with the Captain America stuff, I liked how I liked how all three of the main heroes ended their stories. Um, because with Cap, it also sets yeah. it up for him to come back or get de-aged at some point if he ever wants to. 
Yeah, and I mean, they could do that easily. I'm... The... The endings were, like, bittersweet, in a way. Because mm-hmm. I think we got everything we could really get from him. Um, like, Ronan, he has his family. He can come back if he wants to. Black Widow is somewhere in the soul world. Uh, and that was the weird implications, because since she went in in 2014, and Gamora went in 2018, she was probably by herself for at least four years. Which is a, that's a really weird implication. Um, things get wonky. But Thor is going back to find himself, because he's just been so broken. Uh, and get his abs back. Get on that end game train. Um, Tony's gone, but he has like five different successors, potentially. And Cap just lived his life. Like We see him with a wedding band. And we see him kiss Peggy in one of the most touching scenes in the franchise. Like it, Everything feels deserved and earned, and I'm glad there aren't any post or mid-credits, because when Feige said this is like the end of an era, except for, home, except for Far From Home, which is um, just epilogue, the movie, um, it feels like closure. Like, even though it bothers me that these movies don't, these phases don't end on Avengers movies, it's it's a nice epilogue. What is that tapping? Yeah, what is that tapping, tapping dude? Oops. <laughs> you good? That's playing, playing a game. What's that? Oh. oh okay. Y'all have um yeah, any other thoughts? thoughts? Final thoughts? We gotta, ra- gotta wrap up. We've been here too okay. long. Because that's pretty much um, all we excited. Can. Yeah. No, I'm excited for the future of the MCU. <laughs> surprisingly uh just because i thought endgame would be like the definitive sort of button end to what, what people are excited about but i feel like this definitely leaves the mcu with places to go especially with the stuff with the stones now they now they've definitively introduced alternate timelines and alternate universes to the rest of the mcu something that was only known to dr strange before but now they know that that's a thing that can happen so they i feel like that's something they'll definitely play with in the future Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and I'm curious what the new Avengers team is going to be like yeah. after this. Will the Russos come back? They said they're opening to coming back to do more Marvel movies I, after they do Cherry. I forget who said it, but somebody said they don't think they're... It might have been TFS. Um, shout out to Team Four Star. I think they said that going forward they may not do more Avengers movies, which I would be okay with. You can do different teams and not have it be the Avengers. Also, um, you know Because I still think they're doing Kang. Um, I think Luke made up a good point about how all this time travel stuff may make things kind of weird in the future, and they might start going bigger, especially since we have Eternals coming. No, I'm curious. Uh, for what made... The Russes have done four of these movies, and no, they, they don't. keep coming back. Four. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, you're right, four Marvel movies. Sorry, I thought I was saying and Avengers. Joss Whedon did two Avengers movies, and he got yeah. so burnt out. I'm wondering if there was, like... I wonder why that happened, and... Because by himself. Like, I mean, yeah, because they, they're brothers and they can share the load. Yeah. But I'm like, dang, two of those movies? And yeah. also something something mm-hmm. I realized about all of the, all of the Russo's movies, that uh, I think Patrick H. Willems also, I think he brought it to my attention, that the Russo's Avengers versus Whedon's Avengers is the Whedon Avengers, they actually save people. You notice they don't really save a lot of people within the Russo's version of these heroes. I think there is a scene... No, there is a scene in Infinity War where they do that right at the beginning, because Tony tells them to clear out all the civilians with Friday and, yeah, the, and the Wizards. So they do save people, it's just... It's a lot more so, pronounced in Whedon's version, I will admit, I do agree with that. Yeah. 
Whedon's So, I think that's very interesting. Whedon's alright. But yeah, Final Thoughts, it's a great crazy. movie. Go see it a bunch of times. Exactly. Uh, go see it at least twice. It's it's one of those, because I know I'm trying to find out the next time I can see it. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, Final Thoughts? But yeah, this wraps up episode 140 of the Marvelite. Yeah. We, we can't get to questions this week. I, I know we have... Shout-outs to the people that ask questions, though. We had, uh, uh, we had a lot from The Real yeah. Slim Shady. We had, like, six. Uh, and then we have some from Waru, and Kieran's back. Hey, Kieran. And some also from Crawley. Um, so if we don't give any questions this week, we will answer those next week, hopefully. And that'll take us a minute, because there's some long-ass questions. But thank you. That's very considerate. And if you have any questions this episode, leave the hashtag AskMarvelite down in the comment section below. Uh, Aaron, where can people find you at on the interwebs? Y'all can find me at the real Aaron Alexander at Instagram the app. <laughs> and uh, Nick, where can people find you at? You guys can find me on all social media at who's underscore Nick. And you can find me on my own YouTube page and other social media, except Twitter at Will the Greatest. Um, there will be a Captain Marvel Marvelite cut coming soon that I did all by myself. It's an hour long. <laughs> So look out for that, but we'll see you guys next time. Let us know your questions, thoughts, comments, like, subscribe. Have a good one.